Welcome back to another episode of the Seventh String Podcast. Um, today's intro music was from Excursions in World Music Seven Edition, called Ganali. And today I started with that because it's a, a very prominent. Um, something very prominent is that the use of makams, and in Middle Eastern and North African music, makams are kind of um, melodic modes, as we would define them in North America. Um, or Western culture, and they are discrete, you know, sets of pitches, and they are often tied to emotions and different um, types of music use different macams to um, show different emotions. And there's um, a type of music in the uh, Middle East called tarab, which is a heightened state of emotion, which I find very interesting because macam is, is a central part of the music in order to in better engage the audience and have them more deeply involved in the music and through my musical career it's um, pretty much just when I was in high school I kind of knew that modes existed but I did not know how prevalent they were around the world and I found that very interesting because I kind of thought of it as more of a western thing you know it's very um you know, I was always told to use like a mixolydian mode and I never knew exactly like why or what it meant. And, you know, this is, you know, the learning more about this in this class has made me, you know, want to go back and further research modes so I can better, you know, understand them if I am ever to do more music um, in the future um, because they are very um, integral part of um, a lot of music outside of um, North America and uh, especially around the world. Okay, let's dive into our second section now, um, and uh, I'm going to be looking into how music reflects Native American culture, and this is something um, I found quite interesting when we were learning about it this week, because it kind of seems like that the Native, Native Americans um, in both North America and South America use music to reflect their surroundings. Now, this is not um, an uncommon trait of people um, or cultures around the world to use, but it, it is very interesting how each region has each like region of like North America and of South America had different um, like parts that are like different um, different um, vibes or sections to their music. And um, it is interesting how, no matter the location, there were similarities, um, like how they were almost always vocal, how there was always a tense timbre, um, and how they were always pretty much monophonic, and um, they're relatively homogenous between cultures. And um, we have a question from one of our viewers saying, like, why were these similarities prevalent in different Native cultures? I think that can be attributed to that um, Native Americans were very heavily involved in trade with each other. And so when you're trading goods um, back and forth with each other, you're also trading um, ideas and music and culture. So I think that's why there's a lot of similarities between uh, different 
native cultures around um, North and South America and their music. And I think what demonstrates this too is our closing song from the Excursions in World Music 7 edition to Modern Powwow Love Songs because they switch from vocables, which are, you know, um, not really words, but they're just kind of like meaningless sounds. And they also use English in this song, which Native Americans would not use until um, Europeans came over and started teaching them it. When the dance is over, sweetheart, I will stay. 